Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I'm John, your game master for this evening, and joining me today is William. I am William, and I'm playing Valdez Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, uh, a Ladrin Druid Princess. And Jack. Hey, everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Ghent Minar, half elven spellslinger who also doesn't like Aquaman. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Istram Valar, the Hobgoblin War Wizard. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Carolina, a human barbarian, and Aquaman is fantastic. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Ariel, uh, a smart uh, fighter, uh, gunslinger, and Aquaman's okay. This is when I, this is when I point out that the font I used for the normal names on the overlay, the at sign looks very much like the Avenger symbol. Uh, it's the it's the A with a little swooping line around it. Yeah, um, there. Also, we well, well, have, if, well, if we're going to the Avengers well, side of things, Imperious Rex. <laughs> we will. Uh, we will not He's have. Not even a hero. No, that's. <laughs> Uh, we will not be having Nikki today, uh, so Scuzz will remain Scuzz, just slightly at a lower volume. Uh, also, I just realized uh, we have a, a, a Gent Minar and Ithram Valar. They rhyme. That's, that's not right. <laughs> Anyways, when last we left off, uh, Titania got wasted. Yep. Titania got Feywild wasted um, uh, at, a par at, at a asterisk party. Uh, we don't know if it was more than one. Uh, uh, and was then escorted back home via riverboat. Uh, Ariel and Scuzz, Ariel escorted Scuzz back to Bucket Street, where Scuzz dive dove into a pile of goblin dogs. And Valdeth went to see if the uh, if the Weaveborn Academy had any useful information on the instance that they had been uh, that had been uh, that they had been notified had occurred of the group of them suddenly stopping for a little bit for no discernible reason and no magical reason to be detected. Uh, while Ghent and Ithram stayed in. 
We return to Magic Bros. Valdez, uh, who has just been deposited outside the Steelhearts headquarters. Fucking sorcerers. Give me an Arcana check. Seventeen. So normally when someone teleports you, there is a spell cast. You didn't see or understand any spell to be being cast. You were just suddenly not there anymore. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, even on magic can be weird sometimes level, that's another level of weird. I'm not a spellcaster, so it's all weird to me. But you're not a spellcaster, but you have seen spells being cast. So you, you, you have an understanding that this is a different level of weird from normal. Yeah. Like, like he said, fucking sorcerers. Yes, you are outside your door. I assume you're going in. Yes. Kent and Ithram, wherever you're at on the inside, you yep. have the door open. Workshop, so <laughs> sticks head out. Ah, you're back then. Anyone Where's everyone else? Before <laughs> fucking sorcerers. All right. Um... Sorry, you met who? Is what did I hear about sorcerers? <laughs> Ithram comes walking down the stairs <laughs> with a spellbook in his hand while he's reading. Uh, the Weaveborn Academy is going to see us tomorrow about the whole freezing thing. Oh, well, that's splendid, I suppose. It was tomorrow, yeah? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I only have one other appointment. Are we going in the morning or after? I would assume in the morning, unless we suddenly get teleported in at midnight for some reason. Is that likely Isn't to happen? Isn't it 4 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like 4 in the morning right now. <laughs> What, what, based on my understanding of tomorrow, were they thinking tomorrow today or tomorrow tomorrow? Tomorrow today. Once, okay. Tomorrow once people that need sleep have gone to sleep and woken up again. Yeah. Um, I don't fucking know how likely it is considering I just... I knocked on their door, turned around and was in their place and then was finished with the conversation and suddenly was here. So they seem to have a pension for teleporting people without warning. We don't have a circle. Hmm? Nope. Not yet. Well, that's unorthodox, but I suppose. Incredibly I'm going back to bed. My, incredibly overwrought was my specific term. Yes, from a certain standpoint, I suppose. Hmm? Are you missing any digits? Anything lost during teleportation? <laughs> have all of my hands, have all of my hair. Hmm? I don't seem to have lost anything. Then if they That's teleport good. us, maybe it's a good thing. Well, I'm going to get some rest then, <clears throat> since we apparently have <laughs> meetings with mages tomorrow. Hmm? I'm going to see, I'm going to wait for my wasted fiance to make it back and then go to bed after I've seen her in safe. Oh, good gods. Yes, do we need to go looking? I have Mel tracking, uh, watching over. He should be flitting between. If anything goes wrong, he'll at least fly back. Uh, Catalina's also escorting her back. 
All right. As long as she's got company. You remember what happened three months ago? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> After... And Gent goes to bed. After a little yeah. while, Titania and Carolina arrive back at the house. As you guys oh, get to, as you guys get to the door, a, a large hawk alights on a lamppost nearby. Did this is a weird question? Did Ithram have his hawk down at dinner? Because I think you summoned it like. Uh, no, point. he wasn't. His token was down there, but no, he was up in. Uh, he was actually probably up outside on top of the house. Got roosting. it. Got it. Okay, so I haven't seen him before. Uh, you probably have. Uh, he just died on the last mission we had before <laughs> before we started all this. So, okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah. You recognize Little him. Bird. Indeed. Ah, uh, there you two are. Welcome back. Oh. Hi. We're back. Head on in. Uh, the Weaveborn are going to see us tomorrow. And by tomorrow, I mean once everyone's had some sleep. They are? Yep. Because apparently this is something to catch that interest. Okay. Okay. What, what are we... The, what does that mean? It means they're going to try and take a look at what's going on with regarding us freezing. Okay. Remember, they're already looking at a relative of yours with the same condition. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. So get, get some sleep. Would you like to there. take her at this point? Yeah, I'll escort her up to her room. Thank you. I appreciate the escort. <laughs> I know you don't need it, but I'd like to make sure you get up there and don't just pass out halfway there. I'm tired, not... That's tired, yes. The yes. passing out kind. Okay, sure, fine. I didn't, I didn't say I'd expect you to just, you know, drunkenly smash through everything, just fall asleep on the way. Turns into a bear in the staircase. <laughs> I can do that, you know? <laughs> that is the risk with druids. <laughs> the Valdez bird's is outside again. I'm contemplating saying, say, saying hello to it. Does, did, 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 I can't remember. Did, did Ithram give it a name? Yeah. Mal, I think. Yeah, it's okay. just mouth. Yeah, Titania would not have remembered this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Wake up in the middle Maybe. of the night, needing to use the bathroom, there's a bear stuck in the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, passed out. It happens. All right. Um, when we get to my room, can I have a question? Come inside. Oh, okay. Shut door. Did cross his arms. Um did you do you know if it's something to do with with 
me getting sick earlier or not? Did I you don't, ask? I didn't put that together in my mind. I, okay. All right. I didn't, I didn't ask about it, but if it is related to that, they'll probably find out. <sighs> okay. Go. I'm tired. <laughs> Good night. Good night. And I will fall asleep. Falvis goes to his room and falls asleep. Ariel, you are staying at a tavern on Bucket yep. Street? Or I'm saying that, yeah, just some terrible fucking... It's like a, you know, it's, it's like a two-star. Eh. The Motel 6 is what you're saying. Out of 10. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, it's a shithole. Um... <laughs> So yeah, once she once she leaves um, uh, Scuzz's place, she she very specifically like hood up covers, trying to not be seen here. Yeah, um, and just goes to. I mean, I imagine she probably knows where there's an inn around there. There's one on the corner. Yeah, yeah. Go, just goes straight to it. Walks in, puts down. More money than is needed for a room. Like two gold. Grab, yeah, yeah. Grabs a key mid-explanation, if there's an explanation, assuming that there's not, and just goes straight to her room. And key goes, uh, money goes down, key hits the desk, you grab it, go to room. Yep. Yep. Everyone gets a long rest. Woo. Excellent. Wake, wake up in the morning feeling various levels of refreshed. Tanya, headache. Ow. Okay. I thought I'm, that might have gone away. Damn I'm, it. I, I, I was envisioning... It's now, the, what? It's, now, it's, now, it's, it's now less a alcohol headache and more a mm-hmm. dry headache. Got it. Got it. Okay. You are, Those you, suck. you are dehydrated. Yep. All right. Well, in that case, I yeah, I'm still I'm still summer then. <laughs> Hasn't shifted. Oh yeah. No, you're you're that you're that scorching desert summer right now. Yep. That's not fun. Okay. Come downstairs. You got like gunk on your lips, you know, you got the <clears throat> Oh John now uh, whisper in chat, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey uh, uh five copper. Okay. <clears throat> How's everyone doing? Good morning, princess. Hi, Ghent. That was my one for the week. Mm-hmm. I have a splitting headache, so... You look like... And i it's escaping my memory right now. What's our housemaster's butler's name? <laughs> Carrion? Right? Uh, Something? Cathian. Cathian. Mm. You look like you need some assistance from Cathian. Mm. If you could. There I don't want to walk back upstairs. There is a, there is a, the, the dried, the, the, the darkened t- 
toned scale hand on one shoulder and a pitcher of water in in a, in, a, in an equally scaled hand being passed in front of you. Bless you. <laughs> I will take that. I recommend drinking. Right? I tip it into my mouth, just the entire pitcher. Oh, yeah. That's why he handed you a pitcher. <laughs> volume. Volume yep. is uh-huh. beautiful. <laughs> you need water at a large quantity. <laughs> my advice to you is to start drinking heavily. <laughs> uh, you, you, you dispose of a pitcher of water. You yep. begin to feel better. The headache's still there, but a yep, lot of the yep. a lot of the like you start to feel moisturized <laughs> because all of the dry bits are now getting water at a rate. <laughs> so Ariel would have tried to get up early and get back to the back to the house. Uh uh probably before anybody got up so she could get up to her room get dressed so she doesn't come out wearing the same clothes she was wearing before <laughs> and doesn't smell like shitty part of town. <laughs> doesn't smell like Bucket Alley. <laughs> yes. Air. Ithram probably came in probably mid pitcher chug and as he walks in he goes uh, this is a good way to do it. That is a bit much watered. <laughs> and just sits down while you you're still chugging. <laughs> yeah. You don't know me, man. <laughs> Val, that's probably coming down at this point, like sliding his great sword into position on his back. As he's like, I have envisioned that because I was thinking about how he actually like goes to sleep. I realized that it's literally the Cloud Strife animation from the remake, yes. where he just pulls the sword off, sets it onto the wall, and then lays down <laughs> on the wall. Grab, put back on. <laughs> yeah. Chug, um, chug. There's a, uh, mag- there's a magnet there. It's just yeah. It's just... <laughs> um, she walks down, looks at the situation. Ah, right, hangover cure. You need that. Do you have one? Uh, I think we grow something in the herb garden that I can use for that. Actually, and I'll walk out to the garden. <laughs> Make an herbalism check with uh, make a you don't have an herbalism kit to uh, French do you? No, me, but just wisdom. Yeah, wisdom's good. Just wisdom. Wisdom. Can I choose to use inspiration after the roll? Yeah, sure. Let's see if I need inspiration. Fifteen. Would you like to use inspiration? Uh, nah. I think fifteen's decent. You find you find um being a dwarf and being familiar with the yeah. workings of alcohol. You find a particularly minty smelling uh, plant that is being grown in the in the in the garden at the moment. That, when mixed with water, will clear you right the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pick some of that, grind it up, and set it in a small bowl next to the water. Put that in your water. Drink it down. Sure. I'll do that. So, uh, Mara, have you ever been like really, really congested and you get like a, like a Vicks Vapor Rub thing and just everything just goes away? I've never actually used Vicks Vapor Rub, but. Uh, or, or, or any sort of mint, any sort mm-hmm. of like mint mm-hmm. thing that just like it just everything inside yep. of your sinuses evaporates. That feeling Beautiful. hits you. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> You're going to have to show me what that plan is because. <laughs> You still have a bit of a headache, but it's definitely distinctly lessened. 
All right. So it looks like everybody had as fun of a night as I did then. Scuzz. Scuzz. Yeah, it was great. Scuzz is coping. Okay. They'll be they're, they're they're back home for a bit. Give them give them some time to recuperate. We'll be they'll be fine. Indeed. Um, we've born seeing us today. So when everyone's ready, we'll head over there. Sorry. About the freezing thing. Right. Yes, that would be. Very well. I, I'm ready whenever needs be. Yes, I've already prepared my spells, so I'm ready to travel as well. Something to get over with. Yep. Exactly. And we're getting paid as test subjects. Oh, really? So we'll be getting a little bit of coin out of it. That's not concerning at all. Yeah, all right. Well. Nobody signed anything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or read it before you sign it. it Or make sure that someone someone who reads it knows what it means. Read it first. (laughs) To be more accurate. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Let's head out. It's almost worse just to let them test you without signing because there's no paperwork that they tested <laughs> yet. <Yeah>, make sure. <laughs> Check the paperwork before you sign. Make sure there's nothing crazy in it. Then sign because paper trails are important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You all, all right. head out. Uh, how are you getting up there? Um... How far is it? Uh, it's Nosha. How many layers? We're, we're in, we're in, in Gentis. We're in Gentis. in Nosha. Layer City of Tarom. Tell me what I need to know. Five layers? Yep. Mm-hmm. How long is the river travel? Uh, river travel is... So, uh, air cab is a few minutes. River travels about an hour. Walking is several hours. I have boats. We feel like taking the river or flying? Did they specify time limit? They said in the morning. Yeah. We make it before yeah. noon, technically right, so both fine. I like I vote for the river as well. Here, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, five silver each to get on the river. Okay. okay. And you load into a boat. Some of you, most of you have taken the river up before. It's a, it's, but it's always an odd experience. Um, there are, uh, and Titania and Carolina, you, you, you were, Titania, you were not paying attention last night mm-hmm. when you were going down the rivers, other than that yeah. you were suddenly having elevation changes. But Carolina, mm-hmm. you would have seen that the, the, the elevation change is basically done by the waterfall will grab the boat and lift or lower it as need be. Basically, if you if you enter into the waterfall, if you enter into the waterfall from the bottom, it will lift you up, and if you enter into the waterfall from the top, it will lower you down. The water does it. There's no mechanics. It's just the river. Um, so as the boat, as that you are all being, it's sort of like almost a gondola, but not quite. Um, 
You ride up to the river, the front of it touches the waterfall, and the entire boat just lifts as the water scoops it up, almost like a large water-based scoop, and rises you up to the top and pushes you along. Um, no one really knows if it's the waterfalls or the river that's enchanted. Because no one, because the only people that know are the river authority, and they don't talk about what they do, <laughs> unless you work for them, which none of you do. But after about an hour, you end up uh, in the Weaveborn district. Uh, the Weaveborn district does have a does have a spot where uh, actually no, it's just outside the river. So you end up getting you get off the river at the bend. Uh, where right after it comes up from the waterfall in Nosha, and then walk a little bit until you all see the walled-in section of the city where the Weaveborn District is. Uh, again, the gates are there, but wide open. There are no guards posted, and people are... It's its in the day, so people are... There's quite a bit of uh, uh, foot traffic going in and out of the district at the moment. You all go in. Uh, and see very distinctly this large obsidian square tower in the middle of the district. This thing, right? Yes. You approach. Oh, first time for everything, I suppose. <clears throat> Begin the siege. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> Let's hold on that one for a moment. <laughs> And yeah, if nobody else leads, Ghent will go up and knock on yeah. the side. <laughs> you go up, knock on the etched door. Nothing seems to happen. Turn around. Turn around. You are in a lobby. All of us are just Ghent. All of you. All, okay. the, all, all, all everyone that was around the door. There is, uh, it's rather busy at this point. There are lots of people coming and going sort of around, uh, 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 you see that in in the lobby is more of this black obsidian sort of stone structure. Uh, there is a re there is a reception counter, several tables where people are sitting at with various scrolls and books, sort of going over notes and studying and copying down and conversing, talking about various arcane theorems. In addition uh, to the entryway that you're at, which is sort of on a slightly raised dais from the rest of the floor, uh, on either side, to the left and right of the reception counter, there are two more of these stone archways that don't seem to lead anywhere, but you see people walking into and out of them, and as they basically as they walk into it, the, the physical solid stone warps like water as they pass through onto wherever. And you see little arcane glyphs and sigils lighting up in some sort of code as they walk through it. Valdeth uh, walks up to the reception counter. Uh, there is a drow elf sitting there uh, with long white hair tied up into a into a ponytail and sort of slightly standing up. Uh, darkened shades being worn over the eyes. Who uh, looks at the group of you? The Steelhearts, right? That's correct. Yes. Hello, uh, Master Weaveborn said to expect you. Looks down, flips through a couple of pages. Picks up a clipboard, looks at you, puts down a clipboard in front of each of you that has a series of papers on it. Uh, if you wouldn't mind sitting down at one of the tables and filling all this out. 
Gent will grab a clipboard and start reading. Yep. Valdez <laughs> will find Grabs a table with a clipboard. clipboard. Walks off to one of the tables because I am very well aware this is going to take a while. Yeah, Valdez walks over one of the tables with a clipboard and starts to pour over everything. Is it basically a medical questionnaire? Yes. This is a <laughs> this is a fill out your medical history kind of uh, uh, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. With with a with a there is a there is an agreement on it. Um, anyone who wants to get into detail about it can make a what would be an appropriate role to read legalese um, history insight, insight. Yeah, I like yeah. insight <laughs> either investigation or insight I will go with insight One of oh my good two. I'm will... good at insight I might mm, no. I will go with investigation I will Same. use that adv- I will use that oh. inspiration god uh, this wow, I went up chat and also yeah, I'm making a roll on this. Oh, uh, it did well. I'm glancing through this thing though. I Tanya's I had good rolls earlier. I have to get a bad paper. roll now. I forgot you have to open your character sheet in a different thing, or I do now because I did that. You said investigation or insight? Yeah, whichever is better. So Valdeth, your eyes are crossing. Natural time. This is a lot of words. Um, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally everyone else. Literally everyone but Valdeth. It's not written in runes. I'm un- I'm not used to, I'm not <laughs> used too to many, common too writing. Many as small, much. Too many small letters. Um, everyone else, this is a very basic, like uh um it's not even a hold harmless agreement. Uh it's it's it is Filling this out is letting us access your medical history as far as you are willing to provide it. We are here to perform basic uh, non-invasive magical research uh, into specified issue uh, and and basically signing it is agreeing to the research. There's nothing, there are no hidden clauses, there are no hidden like gotcha things in it. It's basically just, you are here to provide us this information and we are here to provide you an analysis. And this is the information, and the information that we have given you to fill out here is information that will help us get to our analysis. Okay, but they're not going to do any kind of like we will divine on you to determine your medical history or anything like that. No, no, it is what you are willing to provide, and and there is an there is an indication that there will be a, a magical analysis of your current physical form, but not of like. They're not going to like retroactively like divine your your medical history or anything. They are leaving it up to you what you are willing to give them, and then they will do an analysis based on what you've provided. And fills it out mm, as quickly as possible. Then, yeah. Valdeth very quickly fills everything out, and then just walks past everyone to hand it directly back to the receptionist. I like the idea that you want, you just wanted to be like the person in the class who does the test who turns it into the teacher first. Different different reasons, but sort of. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you don't take the time to read or understand the paperwork. You just get done with you, it faster. Yeah, you, you fill it out faster, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to whisper something, John. Okay. Ariel f- fills out most of it, gets to the medical history, and just stares at it for a good probably five or ten minutes before filling that part out and handing it in. 
as soon as he determines that there's no clauses about hexes, enchantments, bewitchments, or anything of the like, Ithrim will fill out as detailed as he can. Is he'll probably take a little bit longer than most of the people, just to be sure, and then I'll turn it in. I'm muttering angrily to myself in Elvish. <laughs> I eventually turn it in. I speak Elvish. <laughs> okay, she's muttering. So they should have this information already. Damn it, why do I they always have to fill it in every single time you go in, and it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I have a file. <laughs> Yeah, essentially that. <laughs> Is anyone... Um, Inspiration's advantage, correct? Yes. Is anyone trying particularly hard to obfuscate from other people in the room what you're writing down? Uh, no. Valdez. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Um, all right. Go ahead and give me a... Um, uh, uh, Ariel and Valdeth, give me a perception check. 16. 20. So you both notice that Carolina is very surreptitiously, not overtly, glancing at people's paperwork. Uh, Carolina, you're able to see Titania and Ghent and Ithrams, but not Ariel and Valdeth's. I guess this is a question for the other characters now because it's an open secret. Yeah. Anything interesting or I don't know unexpected down, so I, I can't would see. It to you. <laughs> At that point, it should be noted. Ariel doesn't 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 point point out clearly, but very obviously turns up to make it like clear <laughs> that this is not to be I know who's cheating on the test I'm not going to face them at all right <laughs> yeah yeah Valdez very specifically slides the clipboard closer and lays an arm over part of the sheet <laughs> uh, on Ithrams in a section you uh, one of the questions where it probably asks have you ever been revived magically before he'll have yes once okay that's that's probably about the only thing that'll that's definitely a question on the on the thing yeah <laughs> of course it is i've been revived before with an option of like in a or unknown as well so it's like yeah <laughs> and titania has a very dense medical history about uh what's the timing on things about a year ago for several months. Uh, the only thing out of the ordinary or unexpected on Gents is I assume there's a section on have you ever been exposed to any of the following phenomena? Uh, and there are check marks under blood magic, demonic enchantments, and hellish summonings. <laughs> Absolutely, there's that on, on, on the floor. <laughs> what sort of research institute do you take us for? Yeah. <laughs> and Titania doesn't have any of like the rest of that marked. It's mostly just like a dense medical history and then a lot of question marks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was something I can't remember. Okay, cool. Thank you. All yep. right. You all turn in your paperwork. Yep. Mm -hmm. The drow elf goes over it very quickly. 
She just puts away, puts away, puts away. You see her putting them into a file folder that is much smaller than the thing she's putting into it. As she has a, as she has a, um, what are they called? Um, the, the, uh, accordion case of holding. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Um, uh, and, uh, after, after going over, looking through, uh, depositing. All right. If you'd like to go through that door into our waiting room, she says, as three sigils lie <laughs> around the door, uh, Master Weebone will be with you momentarily. All right. I'll let you step through. You walk up to the door and pop, like, if, if any of you put your hand up, because it looks like a solid wall, you put your hand up to it and, like, press. It feels kind of like jello almost. Like, consistency-wise, but there's no give, there's no resistance. Gent will walk up to it, turn around so his back is to the wall, hold out his arms, and sort of do the fall back. (laughs) But it looks really awkward from the other side, because he does sort of do that half-step to stop from falling down, and his feet do a thing as he goes through. Yeah, there's no resistance (laughs) to it, so it's like you fall backwards, and you're actually falling through it. Right, yeah. (laughs) He's like, ah! And Number sort of half catches himself on the other side. Uh, into, into the other side, where it's 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 very much a waiting room. Like it's it's there are <laughs> probably like four other people already in there watching him do this dumb shit. Yeah, there's, there's a few other people in there that are sort of sitting around chatting. There are books. There 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 are uh, tables and bookshelves with books and magazines and things on them as you fall through. But Valet definitely just sort of like walks purposefully through. Can't resist the the instinct to just put an elbow up in front to lead with, but definitely just sort of like forward. <laughs> Titania closes her eyes as she gets up to the wall right before she goes in and then opens them. Ethram just walks through. <laughs> I'm the wizard of the party. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll lean up against the wall once he gets inside though and he'll, he'll check to see since he left Mal outside if he can still see through his eyes if that still works nope okay alright your bird is out there somewhere <laughs> yep he's out he's out near the near the entrance he's feeling lonely just hanging out sitting on the lamppost mm-hmm. I love the different ways everyone goes through the wall it's great <laughs> <laughs> Carolina goes through not even noticing that this is supposed to be weird and you all wait for a bit you notice as you're waiting that people are disappearing from the waiting room like like not getting up and walking not getting up and walking away just they're not there anymore (laughs) (laughs) fascinating and at about Ten minutes later, you see, uh, you see uh, the other, the one person that's left in there, sort of fl- uh, thumbing through a magazine. And as they're thumbing through, holy shit! Like, what, what happened, William? I just the loudest thundercrack that I have heard. I heard that. A long time. I heard, I heard it too. that. I thought a box fell over. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as this person is thumbing through the magazine, the the page is like midway through the turn. And so it's like it's at that point where gravity is taking it the other way when the page stops moving. And you're and and it becomes weirdly quiet in the room for all of you. Um look around and stand up. Mm. After a few seconds, 
a figure appears. Uh, sort of, uh, coming through the door, not just, like, appears in the middle, but walking through the door. Um... Gun out, not 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 pointing at anyone. Just you never Valdez, know. Valdez, you recognize this person. It is the the dark skinned, black haired, purple outfit of Realnor Weaveborn. Ah, Master Realnor. Yes, you're all here. Congratulations on making it. Uh, your time is now. So, if you would all follow me, please. Valdeth starts to Process follow. Process of magical elimination. This is how people are called for their appointments. Yeah, privacy reasons. Oh. Valdeth looks around, using time-stopping magic to handle taking people in for an appointment. It's more efficient than con- than doing anything else to really take into consideration the privacy of people that are coming in for research purposes. <laughs> Sure. Because you never know if if you never notice when they leave, you can't peek at their stuff. Fucking sorcerers. Come with me. And he turns, waves a hand, and the the solid wall just opens up. Rather than being wibbly, it just opens up and there's a hallway and he walks down it. Following right, right behind. Hmm. Yeah. A uh, question. Yes. Uh, you said congratulations. We made it. Was there a chance we wouldn't have? There's always a chance you might not. <laughs> Wonderful. Shall we? Let's. Yep. He leads yep. you into the hallway. As you as you get into the hallway, the wall behind you closes back up. Um. He leads you through a series of like weirdly decorated hallways. And I say weirdly decorated, not in that it's weird that they are decorated, but what they are decorated with is weird. Um, There are what you would understand normally to be paintings are not paintings. They're almost like um, it's like if somebody carved away the wall into a 3D diagram of a painting. Things like that. And things like uh, uh, things like uh, sculptures of things that aren't normally solid. Like there is a there is a sculpture of a fire elemental, for instance, that seems to be sculpted out of fire, but is definitely solid sculptures of a wind elemental that again seems to be sculptured out of wind but is solid weird things like that sort of decorating the hallways as he as he as he leads you through uh into an office this office is fairly spacious uh there's a large there's a there is a large mahogany desk um with a with a comfortable looking chair uh sort of in the far in the back of it uh various pictures of various kinds of scenery all around the walls like uh some of it you recognize you see some there are pictures uh there are pictures of the city of Taram at various places there are pictures of uh the uh fields and cliff faces and oceans and forests and like a, a whole bunch of landscape portraits all around the office um and a variety of arcane tools and things like on a desk nearby uh no books, it doesn't seem like, as far as you can tell. And he 
sits back, or sort of walks over to the desk, turns around, leans back on it, crosses his arm as you all come in. All right, so, from the horse's mouth, just because I like to hear people describe things, uh, what exactly happened to you all? Baldeth will run down. It. Yeah, Baldeth will run down the description that was given to him from um, Merrick. Durin. Or Durin, yeah, Durin. Right. So, for a period of some amount of time, say a couple minutes, the group of you were non-functional, non-responsive to external stimuli, and don't remember it. And it wasn't just physicality or corporeal consciousness either. No, nothing in your aether that you can recall. And aside from Durham, no one was alarmed by this. Probably nobody noticed other than Durham. Um, right. Okay, so we do have a similar case to this happening on a semi-regular basis. Um, you estimate from your individual's information, do you estimate what time it was? Uh, when were we having dinner? dinner. Do you give a time? Yeah, that time. So it's happening contemporaneously. He just sort of mutters to himself. What What does that mean? The it's same... happening at the same time as somebody else. Yes, the other person that we are studying is having these same events happen, and the last episode happened at that same time. Do you mind if I... Do a magical scan. Kind. Of your ether. Right ahead. I'm going to I would like to look at your ether. Fine. Sure. Yep. Sure. Shrugs. Does Carolina mean the shrug as, like, I don't care, or yes or no? <laughs> it's not clear. Cool. He snaps a finger. And in front of everyone except Carolina, uh, there is what would best be described as a 3D hologram of your interior workings, except there's no anatomy. It's just a collection of energy differently colored and balanced in different ways. It's the Naruto chakra lines. <laughs> kind of, but not really. Um is taking mental notes of himself. And uh, and you all notice that all of yours are different. You have some of you have more aether of one particular kind, some of you have less aether of a different kind, and it's balanced in different ways and it's all in different positions and things. And it's really hard to analyze because none of you have ever studied etheric waveforms on this kind of scale. <laughs> Uh, and he sort of is looking at the group of you and looking at the group of your Aether signatures that are sort of hovering in front of you. Okay, so you lot have a lot of interesting things going on. But nothing that seems contingent with what we're seeing. After a little bit, he snaps his finger again and they go away. You mentioned Scuzz just to Valdeth. Oh, yes. Um, 
Scuzz is not present, so we're missing one of our own, but... Uh, the inf uh, additional information would be good, but it doesn't change m too terribly much. Nothing in common between the group of you. There's not going to be a thing in common with one other. Um, but... And he's sort of, he's, he's, he's sort of like, it looks like he's almost not looking at you. He's sort of looking at the space between you right now. So, there is some sort of occurrence that is hijacking your aether, uh, for lack of a better term, that is leaving no marks and leaving no trace. The only thing that, that I can think of that would have this commonality between you and the other member of the royal family we've been monitoring is the divine blood flowing through, and he sort of points at Titania. So, something connecting members of the royal blood and potentially people that are in a close proximity to them. Hijacking their aether for an amount of time, and then returning it as if nothing had happened. Is it only the two members of the royal family? As far as we're aware. The issue that we're discovering is that it's hard to, that if it's all happening at the same time, not everybody is reacting the same way. Only specific people so far. When did this start? For the, For other? the other person? Uh, six months ago. Okay. Really? Somewhere around there. I came here um, a year ago and there were some other issues going on is that could that have started a chain because I don't know we don't know if like no one else noticed when this started happening we don't know when it started are you familiar with my file not top of my head I could grab it and read if you want, but... Or you could tell me. I got very sick a year ago after uh, some experimentation in the Druid's Forest. There was some concern about it, and I got taken for a lot of tests everywhere, and no one knew knows what the hell's going on. So, and then after that, I could start doing magic. He sort of looks at you, tilts his head. I know the Emperor doesn't like me looking at his kids, but come on, it would have made sense to bring you to me. Uh, eh, rivalries. For reference... On since I was not specific on when my when 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 a certain thing I only put down a few months ago. Yeah, is a few six. Sure. Like, does this? Do, what I'm saying is, does this this fit? That? Yes. We'll say yes. Okay. Um, GM, given that my thing was several years ago, I assume <laughs> does not match either. No, we got all sorts of things. Uh, look. Lots of I know it's great. Okay. It's so beautiful. Well, I might as well jump in. I had an incident that involved some things that were of an arcane nature of some level of import. Would that have been about six months ago? Yes. 
Okay. My thing has no relation to this. No. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to team. Congratulations. <laughs> Did anything, Tanya? Yes. Your royal eminence, if you wouldn't mind coming slightly closer, just stepping away from the rest. So sure. I can, so I can disintegrate you <laughs> in reality. Uh, Let's just nip this reluctantly in the bud. Steps forward. <laughs> Make a deck safe. <laughs> if you could stand at least fifteen feet away from everyone else, and activate your thing. Yeah, uh, I make sure that there's clearance and I there's a puff of of spores and then they sort of dissipate into into um just like a yeah, like a puff of pink and orangish fluorescent spores and then they sort of fade after uh a couple seconds. But yeah, I activate hail um whatever it's called. Halo spores. The, the, yeah. Not Halo. Well, Halo spores is the thing. Symbiotic entity. Yeah. Words. So there you he, go. He 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 looks at you, analyzes it. Yeah, they should have just brought you to me. Um. So the thing that happened to you a year ago, most likely, I'm going to say ninety percent certain. Was the divine blood in you activating? Okay. What all does that mean? Of, all members of the royal family carry a bit of his divine blood. To a certain extent. Various volumes. The further you get away from the throne, the, the, the more diluted it gets. But it's always still a little bit there. Now, the blood of a god is a very powerful thing. And it carries with it bits of creation, bits of magic. Whatever you ate or snorted or smoked or whatever, I'm not here to judge. It basically served as a catalyst for, for whatever it is that you ingested to jumpstart your divine power. Congratulations, you're a daughter of the God Emperor. Okay, but this doesn't normally happen to people, right? Because otherwise people would have known what was going on. It depends, so and it's very, and it varies. It's not an exact science, because for various reasons, uh, the Emperor doesn't allow too many people to study the royal family. Okay. So, Did I get taken? I, I was sure I got taken here. I remember the tower thing. You might have been taken here, but not to me. Because okay. your divine ancestor doesn't like me poking around in the royal family. Right. Why? <laughs> this. And he sort of, uh, he waves a hand, and you're all standing on a beach that is currently crowded with people that are swimming and sunbathing. Within the few hundred square miles that the Weaveborn district occupies. I am like to a god. 
outside of that, I have limited influence, but within that space, your divine ancestor and I are pretty much equals. It's a competition thing. He waves a hand and you're back in the office. I'm sorry, you said the Weaveborn District. Isn't that simply a subsection of the city, or are we misinformed? Yes. It's a subsection of the city that I happen to hold divine dominion over. Ah. Right. It's a long story about... Uh, it's a multiple universe-connected loop of magic thing that is really complicated and I don't like telling, but suffice to say that there are reasons why the Emperor doesn't like me in particular looking at members of his family. All right. But when you come to me, he sort of shrugs. So, okay, so we've got that. What does that mean with what has been going on then? Is that connected? He tilts his head. At some point, and looks at Ariel, looks at Ghent. I'm omnipotent, I'm not omniscient. It's hard to separate the two, but... Um, at oh no, you have a di slightly different arrangement of letters. I don't understand. Yeah. It means I... One is all-powerful, one is all-knowing. He knows, and then to Ariel. <laughs> uh... But she says out loud for some reason. <laughs> At some point in the last some number of months, some of you came in contact with a divine power of some kind. And that divine power is bleeding out into the rest of you. Right. And it's all tied back <sighs> to something. The thing that it's tied back to is the thing I don't know. But divine power, when it interferes with your aether, doesn't really leave a trace because it's divine. It's invisible to all to everyone's eyes except for the gods, which is why I'm like to a god and not exactly a god because I can't see it either. But it's the only thing that could be connecting you that I could not see. What if it leaves a voice in your head that could be traceable, couldn't it? If I were a god, yes. Would the divine practitioners, the clerics of the city, have potential other options? Potentially, if their god is being particularly useful or helpful that day. <laughs> divine intervention is what could solve this, is what you're saying. Divine intervention could answer your, all, any question you have. <laughs> if it works. <laughs> if but. it works and the god doesn't choose to take your wish in a different direction. Exactly. But I can tell you, what I can tell you, is that having eliminated any other op any other op opportunity or any other thing that it could be, the lot of you have been bound together by some sort of divine power emanating from one of three sources, he says, indicating Ghent, Ariel, and Titania. Titania's divine blood? Devils and demons, as evil as they are, are still divine. This says indicating to Ghent. So it wasn't my fault. Demonic ritual doesn't have to be your fault. You were in the area. 
a fireball goes off in your face, it's not your fault, but you still get burnt. I don't I mean, keep a diary, but all right. <laughs> and, or points at Ariel and doesn't say anything, just gestures. <laughs> That's fair, Della. All right. <laughs> if I had more information, I could narrow it down. But again, I'm not omnipotent. What information Sorry. do you need? I'm omnipotent. I'm not omniscient. I keep getting those two words flipped around. Um, well, uh, who was the divine entity that influenced you? Uh, I know for you it was your ancestor, but for you two, I don't know. Um, what was the inciting incident that caused the divine power Ugh. to intervene? Uh, was there any ex was were there any external uh, uh, forces at work? Was somebody controlling the divine entity, or was it acting on its own? I look, Oric, and do you want to go first? Fine, why not? Good. My uncle returned from his latest assignment about a year and a half ago. I'd never met him before, but he took me under his wing, taking over the tutelage of those of us that weren't full adults in the house. I apparently had some level of affinity for the arcane that my cousins lacked or he simply didn't want to involve his own children in whatever he was pursuing. I learned a great deal, but not enough to see what was coming or what he was working on. And while placing himself in the role of my mentor, apparently constructed some sort of enchantment matrix. My blood was the final reagent that he utilized and opened some portal to some abyssal realm or other. He went through some of the native denizens to the plane where he had linked came through, and once they had swapped places, the portal closed, and, well, the Minar state suffered some damages, some casualties, and nobody believes me that my uncle isn't dead, but just vanished into the abyss on his, under his own power. Why do you need your blood? I would love to know. Something special about your blood that isn't special about his. I don't know who my father was. He was a griffin of some sort. My family doesn't like to talk about him, given that they're elves and he's a human and they have particular perspectives on... Yes, he is. Mm. I don't know much about blood magic, but I believe that what I have heard, utilizing someone's blood puts them sometimes at greater risk than it does the person who's actually casting the spell. Maybe he was trying to use someone else to defray some of the 
danger. I, I maybe he needed. Like I said, he taught me a. Or, or that is also a possibility. I think that sets me up as a bit more special than might be warranted. But well, no, not uh, not you. Your blood. There's a difference. You can be an idiot, but your blood can still be special. He's not an idiot. Gent, Gent specifically does not look towards Titania. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, the the you was not a direct reference. I see. Um, I mean, not to cast theories that have absolutely no basis, but. I'm no theologian, but from what I understand, occasionally gods decide they want to fuck around. That too. Sometimes literally. Though they have a bit of, they're having a bit of a harder time since what happened 10,000 years ago, so that's, that's less likely. Whatever the divine power connecting you all is, is on the material plane. Okay. So I have some theories, but I think I need to contact a blood magic expert, and I happen to know where one is, though I will have to get a group together to go see him. Not interested in the other possibilities? That one's convincing? Uh, well, no. No, that's just that's just one. I like to pursue all avenues that I can, and he sort of turns and looks at Ariel. All right. Well... I've been. I've worked for for a matter of years as a as a bounty hunter. Um, a few years ago, or a few months ago, sorry, I was I was tracking down a necromancer. Um, I, I, I tracked him to this the this ancient sacred site uh, um, that was uh, sacred to Aradnir. Oh, yeah, I, I heard about that. I was not aware at the time, but uh, I didn't know what, why he'd gone there. Apparently, he was trying to corrupt it. Yep. Um, he killed me. He managed to escape. Um, and when, as my contract stipulated, I was raised from the dead, um... I found myself fused with uh, Esme, uh, Deva, Rad. That's the voice that I can't see that you're talking about. Yes, got it. Yeah, no, I can't see Deva's. The um, ah, divine aether, kind of thing. Yes. Um. Okay. That also gives me some theories. Uh, and your Esme isn't aware. Of the time shop. No, I, no, no. When I asked, when I asked her, she had, she, she wasn't aware of it at all. Would yeah. that be more likely or less likely if it was the same, was a related aether affecting her? It, it entirely depends more on the power level than the relation to her. Uh, does confirm there's definitely some divine aether that's doing this all to you all, though, because that's about the only thing that could shut down a, a deva. Right. So, my diagnosis. Uh, first of all, snaps his fingers, and uh, a small table appears in front of each of you with a sack of coins on it. Your payment. 
Thank you. Thanks that. Much appreciated. Uh, it is 50 silver. Cool. In each bag. Cool. Well, five gold, but in silvers. Just to clarify from the GM, 50 silver each or total? Each. 50 silver each. Okay. It's two and a half divine betrayals. <laughs> yes. That is how any amount of silver should be measured in. I don't understand this. <laughs> 30 pieces uh, of silver. 30 pieces of silver in yeah. a row. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It was 1.65 divine betrayals. For some reason, I thought 20. Um, um, your payment. Uh, so. I can't investigate this directly because I, previ as previously stated, I can't really leave the district. Um, well, I can, but when I step outside my area of control, my power basically evaporates and I become a normal half-elf male. Uh, That's unfortunate. Eh, you know, all-powerful, but in a teeny, teeny living space. Um, God damn it, John. Yes! Uh, however, I can set you on a path that you can investigate yourself, or you can come back to me in a couple of years once I've managed to put together research teams. There exists in the frozen north, uh, other side of desolation, uh, a decrepit old tower that hopped around the world for a long time before it eventually collapsed there, in which resides not necessarily the world's foremost blood magic expert, but one of them and the only one I know that is still alive. That could probably give you some leads into your case, he says, pointing at Ghent. Uh... As for necromancy, the land of Morn has recently come under a particular threat of necromancy. Uh, it seems that a lich that was driven out of the frozen north took up shop in Morn. Uh, the fiend hunters have been dealing with her and not too terribly successful. Uh, but that might give you some leads as to what potentially was laying around that caused a divine spirit to get tacked onto you after you were revived. Or I could find the the original. You could find the original that did it. That I killed wouldn't you and mind asking him. him a few questions. Uh, the lich. Bullet first. The lich is particularly powerful and has many necromancers in her employ. So might be there. Might be there. Uh, and finally, uh, Titania, how much do you know about the first three seats of your royal family? Um, how much do I know? Basically nothing. You, they exist. You, you have never met, you have never met anybody that is higher than fifth in line. Yeah. I... I don't know. Who are they? So, the first three children of the god emperor are true demigods. Not like you, where you have, like, a little sprinkling of divine power in your blood, and it activates and you get magic. Um, these are true deified beings on the material plane. Um, if anyone was able to determine what is going on thanks to your divine blood... 
that wasn't the god emperor who probably won't tell you because gods and their weird little i will interfere when it's convenient for me but not when it's convenient for you thing um if anyone might be able to figure out if if the connection is with your blood it's going to be one of those three okay i don't know their names i don't know where they are but it's going to be one of those three okay have a family reunion i don't know <laughs> that'll go great um do we know the name of this blood mage in the north I do, but I don't like saying it because it draws his attention. <laughs> and you're a god in this current space. Why are you concerned? Yeah, I'm a god in this current space, but if I take two steps outside of it, I'm not. So stay here? If you say he's his a, name here, why are you afraid? He's annoying. What if you were to write it down? I can write it down. Pulls out a piece See, of paper. Problem solved. Writes it down, hands it over. What does it say? Galadir Alani. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yes. <laughs> God. I'm missing something. That's fine. Galadir. The, it's Galadir. The guy it's from Galadir. The from, remember Galadir? Galadir? Right. Do we hate him? <laughs> well, not right. you, but all of your characters do. Not Gwyn. <laughs> okay, that has been ninety percent coincidence, ten percent backstory insertion. Legit. <sighs> fair though, very fair. Actressel wouldn't have cared. He just never met him. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's some leads, at least, I suppose. Yes, Galadir Alunai is annoying enough to annoy a near uh, a, a, a near god mortal. <laughs> is yeah. is this also something where like a different kind of ether would help? I don't know, stabilize what's going on, or the only thing that can counteract divine aether is divine aether. Unfortunately, so if we track down the other lead potential. That lead could be a counter -er thing, even if it's not the right thing. Potentially, yeah. Huh. Or you could make a pact with the devil. Like, you know, they're always willing to help. He says, and you Thanks, can hear the sarcasm. Mm -hmm. My understanding is that there's a certain amount of price with that. Yeah, that's why they're always willing. Cool. Everstone, give me strength. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I think we'll just discuss our options. Um, we good here now? I have Got any further questions? Silver. What? Unless you have any further questions for me, yeah, you're good. And he indicates to the wall where there wasn't a door previously, but there is a door now. Nope, I'm good. All right. Feel free to no, come back to anytime. the rest of the group. All right, let's head back and talk about what we're doing next, shall we? Let's, yes. Hmm. Oh, and the headache that's going to come from trying to understand all of this arcane mumbo-jumbo will never go away. Just so you're aware. My head hurts all the time. Appreciate it. Hmm. Great. Should try mint. I will. Head out the door. <laughs> 
as you step out the door. I was curious why I keep making a face whenever anyone recommends mint. It's because Aaron, the player, hates mint. Oh, I hate uh, it too. I, 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 I love absolutely it. hate it. But I know uh, it clears I used the fuck to love my it. sinuses. And then one day, sensory aversion. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't like I, it, but I acknowledge its power to clear your sinuses. <laughs> That's it, the thing. We have, it, it's a weed. And so we have a lot, we had a lot of it in our garden when I was a kid. And then I tried to take care of it and it died. So I'm not a very good druid. <laughs> we already That's what know I was that. saying. <laughs> so you step out the door. Anyway, I like mint. Uh, you step out the door into the lobby. And the, uh, the person at the, the person at the registration desk looks over. Okay, are you going to be making any future appointments or anything else that you need from us, or are you good to go? Not at the moment. If we need something else, we'll come back. Right. Please enjoy your day. Bye. Bye. He waves. Good day. Head out somehow, because I I got teleported out. I don't know how we leave now. You walk over to the door, you knock twice, and you're back outside. Is this bush or bull? (laughs) <laughs> it's a knock door. Yep. If you knock twice, you're on the other side of it. All right. Okay. Let's go home. So you make your way back home. The river fare. <laughs> the river fare that you paid was like basically like a day pass. So <laughs> you go back down without having to pay cool. again. What was the lead he gave us for Ghent? Uh, when oh, Galadir. Oh, so I'm, yeah, I'm Galadir all, was a lich. The, the blood, okay, the blood magic guy. Uh, yeah, I'm writing all of them in the party notes. Yeah, so, yeah. Got it. There's a Thanks. lich. There's a lich in Morn. Uh, who's uh, who? There's a lich that moved from the frozen waste to Morn. Who uh, she apparently has a cadre of ne- necromancers working for her. There is a blood mage whose tower is now in the frozen north, which would be Galadir. And there is um, uh, the three, the the three first, like the first, second, and third in line to the throne are actual legit demigods and may be able to help if you can find them. (laughs) So the Lich used to be in the northern, the frozen north, then Galadir went up there, and I'm assuming the Lich noped out because Galadir now. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my that's just my mental picture for the. Oh my scenario. god! I do not want to spend eternity with this asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why? He's annoying, he's annoying enough that a that that Railnor doesn't even want to say his name, because so. <laughs> it invokes his attention. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, have I? Uh, we have learned season. such in previous <laughs> games. Yep. As 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 Valda sort of looks at this sheet, fucking what the hell kind of an elf name is Galadir? You feel something like the hair rising on the back of your neck. <laughs> you did. The, Ariel just overlooks it. You're you're doing it on purpose, aren't you? Just a bit, yes. I want. I wanted to see why. I wanted to see why Railnor's so afraid of the name. I mean, that's fair, and I, 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 I'm not opposed. I'm just glad you're doing it, and I don't have to. 
for some uh, reason, for some reason, uh, Valdez, you f- you get this, you get the feeling you assume an ant has when somebody is looking at it through a magnifying glass. <laughs> I mean, that's the sensation I get whenever a wizard's looking at me. So yeah, but this is when there's no wizard nearby. Yeah, <laughs> there's a wizard looking at me. <laughs> I was looking this way. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. you. Holds up his arm. Mal <clears throat> light lands on it. Don't say it three times. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do we think that's just just the key in a mirror to at midnight in no, the privy? No, no, no. That's how you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's played by that. Tony Todd, in which case, hell yes, <laughs> it's worth it. Was, to- was Tony Todd a Beetlejuice? No, Tony okay. Todd was Candyman. Ah, oh, okay. Candyman. Yeah, I know it's five times, but <laughs> I fit the jokes to work in where I can. Okay, right. I think it still landed in in the in the cinematography in, in the in, a, in the cinematography like universe. Galadier is played by Christopher Lee. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Christopher Lee has that right combination of potentially regal and elegant, but also potentially really energetic and annoying. And always- I was thinking it was played by Adam Sandler to make him as intolerable as possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's just, he's just the ba- greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't know. Christopher Lee didn't do a lot of comedy, though. Well, Galadier isn't funny. no. <laughs> But he's funny to he's funny unintentionally. Like he feels much more like an Ian McKellen to me. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um. So when we get back down to Gentis, yep, Gent is going to step out of the boat. I believe I have an appointment at the Forgotten Night. I'll report back afterwards. Oh yeah. Oh, I should have. Oh, mm. oh sure. these are some very interesting leads that we've got, but I think we'd be punching a bit above our weight class if we just headed off for one of them right now. Probably. Yes. Let's see what work there is. Hey, if we want a second opinion, uh, my sister's in whatever it is. Um, the uh, Arcana Mysterium. Arcana Mysterium. They found new magic. Woo! It's very exciting. That is where. Uh, the Arcana <laughs> South of us, I believe, right? Yeah. We pa- didn't we pass it on the way down to the you went to the light it. wall? You went around on the other way to the light wall because you never you never crossed yeah. the river. Yeah. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. But we passed the turn off. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. You know, it's yep. it's south on uh, south other side of the mountain range. Did they say anything about it? Uh, <laughs> it's a new. It's new and very exciting. New and exciting. I don't. Of I don't course, know. It's magic. Of course, it's exciting. Yeah. I, I think I you've got. I think you've got our wizard's attention. All right. Well, I suppose I'll just meet all of you back at our headquarters. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Let me know what new jobs there are. Ghent whips off his cloak, turns it inside out, puts it over top refastens it, flips up the collar of his uh, jacket and pulls an eye patch out of his pocket and just puts it over his head. That's the extent of his disguise and he walks off. 
Is he going to gonna fair, need to see in the dark later today? N- no, but Gent's going to sing about that. Huh. To be fair, Thanks. anyone anyone trying to recall his face will remember the eye patch. He must know that not wearing a piece of clothing is not a way to dissuade facially based spells. No, um, but I think he's more referring to people just trying to remember his face. Uh, As Gint wanders off, we're going to take a quick break. Please stay tuned for these commercial messages. We're back into a into a narrative that has good art but bad story. Uh, <laughs> Aww. Uh, so. Gint. We're getting there. We're getting there. Gint, mm. you yes. went off to the Forgotten Night while everyone Indeed. else presumably went home. We'll, we'll figure out what everybody else is doing in a minute. Um, you walk through uh, the, the mercenary yards to where the Forgotten Night is. You know where it's at. You've been there before. The Forgotten Night is this fairly easily missable building. There's no clear signage. There's no, nothing about the building itself stands out. It sort of very much is designed to blend in with the facade of the rest of the buildings around it as this very bland, windowless uh, uh, building that is about two stories, uh, but you know has a basement level as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Big, heavy iron doors that just have, uh, that just have uh, a crestless, a crestless armored knight on the door. So it's 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 like you know that that art of, of like mm-hmm. the fully armored like uh, uh, German armor knight with the shield right. out mm-hmm. that would normally have a crest, some sort of device on it, yeah, but does but not no crest, in this case. It's a blank shield. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the only insignia that this is the door. Right. Yep. Push the door open, step inside, and look for Koenig. <laughs> First thing that hits you is the warm air. It's a little chilly outside. Uh, and you push the door open, this burst of warm air comes out, and sound and light and noise. As you step in, you see a, a fairly large uh, uh, primary area with a couple of tables at which people are, are sitting and eating and chatting. Um, and these large blue crystals sort of scattered around uh, where you would normally have torch sconces, but rather than torches, there are these crystals emitting uh, this daylight uh, that is sort of glowing throughout the building and illuminating it without the need of windows uh, to a level that is slightly dim for you but you also sort of intuitively understand would be more comfortable for drow elves or durgar or anybody that's more uh-huh, normally uh-huh. used to dimmer light situations or that appreciates dimmer light situations um there's a large there's a large wooden bar at which there are several different mem- several different uh people sitting at you see uh various different griffin company insignias all over the place all the uh, most griffin companies have their own style where you guys have this cloak that is sort of mm-hmm. has become the thing that represents you uh there are other people like the the pig stickers where just about everybody is not wearing a shirt and has a tattoo of their mm-hmm. has a tattoo of their thing there are other organizations that have like uh uniform armors that they wear there are people that all mm-hmm. carry the same shield on their back 
all, all Griffin companies are very easily identifiable as their own thing so that they can't be mistaken for others um, mm-hmm. as part of their marketing thing. So you step in and you see there's about four or five uh, uh, companies represented here at the moment right now. Not mm-hmm. the biggest bar, but it is fairly it's fairly active at the moment. Um, yep. There is uh, what looks to be a wood elf uh, with uh, red hair uh, uh, short red hair, long ears, and sort of a reddish gold beard connecting uh, 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 from from ear to ear. Um, Do I recognize that as Gil Danavel? Yes, this is Gil Danavel, the okay. or Gil, the proprietor mm-hmm. of the Forgotten Knight. Yep. Uh, Ghent will take a moment to readjust the cloak now that he's in Griffin territory, so that. The actual insignia is once again on display. Uh, you, I, I, you, you, the, the, the Gil looks over, sees you in the doorway. Ah, is that uh, Geralt from over at the Steelhearts? Give him a two finger salute. How are you then, then, Gil? Particularly impressive. Hang it in, Ollie. You're pretty certain you've only talked to him like once or twice before. Right. Mm-hmm. Picked you up. Yep. Mm-hmm. How are we doing all right here? Come. Uh, have a seat. I hear you. I hear your company just got back from a pretty important mission. Well, we did all right for ourselves, I think. Well, but yeah, first no round. casualties. First round successful missions on me, and he slides you a mug. Fair play to you then. Customer service is what keeps the forgotten night populated. <laughs> <laughs> if you occasionally give away free drinks, everybody will show up. <clears throat> Well, what you, and, uh, uh, aside no. from the drink, what are you having tonight? Well, been on the lookout for Koenig. Is he shut shop up yet? Mm. Oh, yeah. Koenig's, uh, he's down in his private room. Got business with him. You can go on down. Go grab a basket of chips for the run. Sure. And uh, give me five ticks. Uh, yep. And he, uh, he steps back into the kitchen, yells something in mm-hmm. his brogue, uh, in, uh, in Elvish, um, the uh, the particular elvish of wood elves, uh, right. which is very much this Scottish Celtic, you know, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Uh, uh, you you basically hear him yelling the order out. Right, he comes back out. So how was it on the line? It was a little jittery at times. Had some things go sideways on us, but we uh, managed to bend with the storm rather than breaking under it. My. Uh, I think everything is gonna gonna be pretty ship shape. Sounds good. Sounds good. Got the light wall back up and everything. Then at least in our bastion, we did. Good God. I I assume that since we haven't heard tell of torrents of monsters pouring in from the south, then uh, the other folks did the same, more or less. Uh, and you saw the other light walls go up from where mm. you were at. So, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Because <clears throat> you could see them connect. Yep. Yeah. It's a large fucking border wall made of light. <laughs> <laughs> Tends to stand out. <laughs> All right, well, uh, if you're wanting to wait here for just a couple ticks, you'll have your food out and you can head on down. And he sort of indicates over to where the, uh, the uh, on the northern wall, there is a stairwell that goes down. Yeah. You know, yeah. the uh, the basement is, ba- the basement wine cellar is basically Koenig's reserved room. Gotcha. He meets with people and, and gives them things and also has direct access to the wine because Koenig <laughs> likes to drink. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ghent will wait for his food, and then once that arrives, yep. carry it downstairs and go find 
the geist in question. <laughs> Basket of chips, aka French fries. Yep. Or <clears throat> fried potato slices. In this Fri- case. Fried chunks of potato. Yeah. So, yeah. You head down. Doors are closed, but you, mm-hmm. you have to shoulder open. Yeah, just. Uh, and inside, you see Koenig sort of sitting at a sitting. There are two tables in the base in the wine cellar, uh, each with a number of chairs around them. At the moment, Koenig's the only person down there. Uh, he's got his prosthetic leg up on the table, uh, and has a has an open bottle in one hand and a hunk of turkey leg off of a large turkey in front of him, uh, in the other hand. He looks up, awesome. Ah, Geralt, welcome. Please come sit down. Appreciate it. Chip. Yeah, I'm having plenty of food myself. Please do not do not offer your own food away so easily. Fair enough then. So you said you might have some uh, some jobs for us, yeah? I have a number of jobs. For the taking. You are you are uh, more than happy to take at least one of them. Uh he Reaches down, pulls up uh, an envelope, and puts it down, pops it open, and starts pulling out papers. All right, well, I will just go through them, and you tell me what strikes your fancy or the fancy of your company, okay? Uh, we have a, we have a, this one special. I grabbed this specifically at Ariel's request. Uh, we have a number of bandits that have been chased into the sewers under Teram. Uh, unfortunately, they have chased themselves into a particularly infested position that the guards have not been able to clear out recently, and rather than risking their own men, they would rather hire some griffins to go clear out both the bandits and the monsters. Uh, pay is decent. Uh, pays uh, 150 gold for the lot. That doesn't sound too bad. All right. Any uh, idea on the size of the bandit core down there? No idea. Only know they've chased yeah. them into the sewers under the foundry district in here All in the Gentis. Right. So you don't have to travel very far. That'd be nice. Uh, aside from that, we have uh, the Argal Trading Company is looking for guards on their next uh, shipment heading out to the Adalian Kingdom. Uh, pay is better than the bandits at uh, 50 gold a head, so 50 for each of you. Um, but we'll take you out to a doll. We'll take you out to a doll. You'll get both back, but you know, it's mostly boring boat guarding work. Not like there's anything in the water to attack boats, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well. Might be worth at least a little bit of a look. That one, what else you got for us? Uh, so this, that one is from the Argal Trading Company. We have the Tyrion uh-huh. Guard. Uh, we've got a package delivery. Looking for armed escort coming from uh, coming from the Isit Workshop, heading out to the Arcana Mysterium. They have some new uh, arcane reading devices that need to be delivered. Looking for armed couriers. If anyone wants to take a short jog. This one pays the least out of them, but also probably the less dangerous. Uh, this one pays uh, 10 gold ahead. All right. Well, I can almost guarantee that we'll be going after that bandit one. Uh, but I will run these back past the rest of the gang, see what they say. And uh, yeah, we'll have an answer for you by this evening. Yeah, I'll have more jobs as well if you're coming back. They have more contacts waiting to reach out to me later in the day. All right. Question out of game. How long of a jog is it from Taram to the Arcana Mysterium? 
depends on how you're traveling. Um, on foot, it's a week, maybe a week and a half, depending on how fast you travel and how you cut corners. Um, in a carriage, less than that, a couple days. Mm. And on boat to a doll, to a doll uh, is about two weeks, about the same distance it takes to get to Morn, but in the other mm -hmm. direction. So the difference there being you would be landing in the Kingdom of Dahl, not landing nearby and then walking the rest of the way. <laughs> but yeah, if those, if those are the three that he's got for us at the moment, I'll take those back to uh, yep. the Steelheart's he'll, head, he'll pass headquarters. The <laughs> he'll pass the information over to you. Okay. So, everyone else, were you going straight back to the headquarters or were, was anybody splitting off to go somewhere else first? Baldeth was headed home. If anyone else was splitting off. Doesn't seem like... I'm head back to the base, yeah. Right. So it doesn't seem like anybody else was splitting off, then we'll say you all nope. meet up eventually at the headquarters. So it looks like we've got three job possibilities. Uh, cheapest one is a package delivery from the Izzet League down to the Arcanum Mysterium. Pays 10 gold each for an armed escort of a package. Has to do something with the new magics they've discovered down at the Mysterium. Uh, there's an Argo trading company that's uh, sending a shipment to Adal. Uh, they need some guards. Pays 50 gold per. Takes us a few weeks there, a few weeks back, I believe, if my geography serves me. Uh, the most dangerous, probably. And the most local this one comes from Koenig at Ariel's request uh, there's a number of bandits that have been driven into a sewer in the foundry district down here in Gentis. Uh, apparently yes and uh, so they were driven down there apparently it's a very nasty section of the sewers that's also infested with monsters our job would be go in kill the bandits kill the monsters and we get 150 gold total for the lot Sounds like fun. Is this capture or dispatch bandits? I mean, I suppose we could probably bring a few of them out alive if it's not too much trouble, but and then just shoot them in front of the guard. Hmm. That seems like an awful lot of and unless we're getting a bonus, you don't usually you don't usually take those. There is, uh, there is no bonus for capture alive. You can. Right. There is no bonus we kill for them. <laughs> I mean, if we want to, if we think we could handle the rogues relatively swiftly, we could take the rogues, the, the bandits' job, and then the job down to the Arcanum Stadium, because I know our wizard wants to get some eyes on this new magic. I don't know what gave you this impression. You <laughs> smiled. I've been thinking about it since you mentioned it. I, yes. <laughs> it's really cute. There's uh, a chance that he might have some more for us when I go give him my answer a little later today. He might have some more contacts coming in uh, with other options as we uh, the day goes on. Well, Val, you met with someone from more than the other... Yeah, that's another job sort of like the... Um... The Adal one, only to mourn, and 
I only looked at it because it was a job. I am not particularly fond of heading home right now. All right, then we won't uh, do that one. Did that one pay by comparison, John? Uh, how much was the uh, the Morn one? Uh, was seventy five gold a head? Right. Yeah. It was more more money than the art than the Argyle one, but also takes you to more. More money for the same amount of time. And it was all in gems. on a boat, but yeah, it was it was all in gems, not gold, which was the other big difference. Yeah. Only problem is both of those would put us snubbing uh, the Lord General. I'd prefer to stay local. It's more likely that the contacts will come back if they have something else they need. Yeah. So, I mean, vote on it. My personal preference is to take the bandits and then afterwards take that courier job. Well, you also know that typically uh, Koenig doesn't just supply you. He supplies others as well. So yeah. if you don't take the job, there's a chance it'll be gone by the time you get done. Yeah, well, take the take the bandit's job, and if it's still there by the time we finish up, see if we can grab that courier job. If nothing better presents itself, that doesn't seem like a problem to me. Kind of me? Seems fine by me as well. Sounds like it's decided. And it's it is then. All right. Um, if I ha- if I have to notify Koenig on that, or can we just head out and go do this? I mean, with the paper he gave us. Yeah, you could just head out and go do it. You know, he's giving these papers out to other people, right? Mm-hmm. If you notify Koenig, he won't give that one out to anyone else. So okay. it's a way of eliminating potential conflict with other Griffins. But yeah, you could just go do it. Can we send a letter? I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Let's send, let's, let's send him a message then. Is it mail? He's got, he's got, uh, is, is he close enough for the, because he's on, he's is got, he on our link? No, he's not on your network. Oh, that's right. He's, he he's not on yeah, our network. I remember that. He's, got, okay. he's just got the advanced one where he can got just it, do it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I remember can, this now. He can call out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we can send a letter. You guys yeah. have a walkie talkie. He has a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gent will dash off a letter basically saying we're taking the bandit's job. If it's still open, we may pick up the, uh, is it delivery after that? Mm. Write the letter, insert it in the mailbox. After a few seconds, a rocket fires out of the mailbox. <laughs> flies off. Taram is the greatest city in the world. It is. <laughs> or at least everyone uh, lives there thinks so. Agree to, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> from the place where the mailman is also a munitions expert. <laughs> possibly go badly. Mailman yeah. was actually an expert in musicians. I'd be less concerned. Is it yeah. are experts in munitions? They're just also experts in blowing themselves up. <laughs> Do we want to go and then ask around in the Foundry District? See if anyone else knows more Please than... As some specific go-to point on yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's the Tyrion, it's the, it's the guard, it's the guard post, like, you, there's a... There's or a... we could just go to the person who asked. Yep. That too. Presumably the guards know where they've corralled them into. Yeah. Alright. 
let's go risk our necks for civic pride. <laughs> and gold. And cash. Get the gold. Yes, my bit was sarcastic. We're doing this for the money. <laughs> so, you head out to the foundry. No, uh, it was all civic pride. We just joined the Legion. Takes a little bit to get there, but uh-huh. you eventually get into the Foundry District. The Foundry District is the place where you saw when you were coming in, uh, where you saw those big balloons that were attached to specific large buildings with some white smoke coming out of them. The where they right. where they magically recycle all the excess metals uh-huh. out of the smoke. Um, so you see several of these large billowing, you know, balloons above you. I have a real quick question because yep. I used up one of my wild chips. Did we have enough another enough chance to get a short rest? Yeah, we'll see who got cool. a short rest easily. I'm good now. <laughs> did, oh yeah, because you, you, you did think. Yeah. Oh, you did it. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Halo is for or symbiotic is anything. Um, Without really like a warlock. <laughs> have we taken a short? Can we take a short rest? Yes, you are. <laughs> <a short rest. laughs> um. Yeah, so you head out to the Foundry District. You see these balloons floating in the air uh, attached to all these foundries. Uh, lots of sound of metalwork going on. Like, as almost as soon as you enter, like, you cross the street from the district over from it into the Foundry District, and you just hear the hammering of, of, of metal on metal uh, um. going on as these industrial presses uh, print out large quantities of steel and iron and various other metals that they smelt here before I send them out to uh, blacksmiths and armories around the city. Headaches. Does that look like it? I was going to say, does it look like that's fucking with Titania's headache again? Not too bad. Uh, Your headache's mostly gone by this point. Yeah. You've had enough time. Uh, It's just, you know, it might give you a headache if you're particularly sensitive to sounds uh, in this particular section of the city. Um, Yep. Very easy to find the guard post in the Foundry District. So there's there's one general like guard headquarters per tier. That's the where the 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 walk paths up each tier are located, and also next to the waterfalls. Um, but there are like guard po- there are like smaller guard posts through scattered throughout the various districts, um, excepting the Weaveborn District, who have no guards um, because they don't need one. Um, the uh, 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 the guard post in the Foundry District is actually between two of the foundries along the wall, along the northern or the southern wall, because it's flopped the other way. Um, along the southern wall in Taram. Because remember, this is uh, looking at the map of Taram; it's oriented the opposite. the The top of the mountain is to the south, and the Bottom, the gates are right to the north. River empties into the north yeah. basin. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you you walk up to the guard post, and it seems like everyone's on high alert. Uh, all of these guards, again, wearing similar but not the same armor as the Tyrian militia, as the Tyrian legion. Um, the Tyrian legion has like basically their standard uniform is black with gold trim full plate. Uh, the guard is uh, black with gold trim breastplate and tabard and like ar- like armor on the arms and legs, but not really a whole lot of armor around the middle. Um, they're much much more mobile than like on an individual basic basis than the army is uh, generally, uh-huh. but it's the same sort of design aesthetic. Um, 
they are very active around the guard post. You see runners running. You see runners heading in and out uh, of of the building itself. Uh, more people on guard than there normally would be, uh, and the guard captain is actually outside coordinating a number of people, and you can tell uh, the guard captains have um, uh, specific epaulets on their pauldrons that indicate them as who they are. Gent is out of costume at this point, by the way. Hmm. All right. This guard captain in particular is a gray-skinned, white-haired elf. Not a drow. Distinctly not a drow. Yep. Who wants to do the talking? All right, I got this. (laughs) Well, that sort of walks up. Uh, Captain, Steelheart's here to deal with your bandit problem. Looks over. Ah, come here. Waves you over. Uh, Guard Captain Maravarid. You are Steelheart's... Valdez Stonebeard. Pleasure to meet you. Well, uh, if we're looking to send you in, he sort of indicates over towards the wall, and you see where there is a sort of a recessed corridor into the wall that ends in a doorway that sort of uh, that has a um, a wheel lock on it. That's the entrance to the sewers that we chase them down uh, about a few hundred yards. Uh, sorry, a few yards in. Uh, we discovered an infestation of lycan of lycanthropic rodents. Not specifically were rats, but other things as well. Uh, pretty decently sized nest that prevented our initial scouting party from going through. We're basically just holding this position while waiting for you guys to do what you do best. No fair, we're here. All right. Uh-huh. And so, sorry. In that in that jumble of information, was there a specific location or? Yeah, he pointed at the door. Okay, it's, so a, it's literally like they're they're stationed just outside of it. Okay, so straight through that door, follow the path. Yep. I suppose we'll get in there then. Right. Any other information we need before we go? Any preparations you might want to give us? Uh, he thinks for a minute. Bandits don't have any magic users, so they're all physical, no spellcasters that we saw. Um, if you have silver, use it. We don't have any silver munitions ready at the moment. Um, the um, most silver weaponry that's pounded out here gets sent off to specialists, so... Hmm. I don't think we have any silver either, but... Should be get some if you want to get some before you go in he said he sort of thumbs over towards the foundry district that you're in i'm sure there's a smithy around here that sells it yeah it might be worth grabbing some silver daggers and short swords before we head in yeah let's go ask around yeah i just start jamming coins into the barrel of my gun no i'm kidding We did just get a whole crap ton of silver apiece. <laughs> we got 50 of them. To start silver pieces, silver. depending on the setting, are not necessarily made of pure silver. 
that yeah, Gen, Gen, Gent will help look around and see if there's anybody, any any yeah. locations I'll that look, look like yeah. they might be. Uh, I'm looking for shops. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's not very hard. There are there are, there are a number of smithies in the place uh, that you can find. Um, so how much do silver weapons cost? So a lot. I mean, like the core yep. the core book is more than we can afford because it costs a hundred gold to silver a weapon. Oof. Mm-hmm. That I'm assuming. I have ninety five. So wow. <laughs> My goodness, I have 64. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's 100 gold on top of the cost of the weapon in order to have it silvered. Okay. Uh, um, in this context, just to speak out of character about it, could we have already purchased the weapon and get it silvered or no? Yeah, you can already have a weapon. and Like, if you if you have a weapon you want to get silvered, you can get that for just the 100 okay. gold. And this is an immediate process in the world of this Yes, day. yes, it's, okay. it can be done fairly quickly. Um... I mean, if someone wants to lend me five gold, I could get something silvered because I do a lot of the stabbing of things. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would the cost be? And I really hope it's not a hundred per, per <laughs> bullet. Uh, it's a hundred per 20. So a hundred silver. So if you break that down, if you were getting just a couple five, of five per bullet. Yeah, it'd be five gold per bullet. I have 59 gold. Does anyone? I've got 49. I have 91 gold gold and 50 silver, so 96 total gold. Um, So I'm very close to being able to silver a weapon, but I don't necessarily want to spend all of my money if we have better options. I can can cover you. Um, I'll hand over 50 gold. Okay. Yeah, so combining 50 of Titania's with my earnings from our last job, I will silver my greatsword. Uh, so yeah, you go into... I the- may have forgotten to write down how much we got from the last job. 50. <laughs> 50. 50. 50 I, think, I think you spent okay. most yeah. of yours to build your yeah. gun. But, but we oh, that's right, guns. that's right. That's what. That's where it came... That's uh-huh. fair. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you go in to this smith. Uh, it's a dragonborn. It's actually a silver dragonborn at the uh, in the smithy that does the silvering. Um, and basically, he like there is a vat of molten silver off to one side. You see him make a few uh, hand gestures and say a few arcane phrases, and the molten silver lights up as he takes your sword and dips it into the molten silver. He pulls it back and breathes on it, and this crystalline icy cold from his breath instantly solidifies the molten silver. He gives it a few shakes to shake off the ice crystals and hands it back to you. You now have a silvered greatsword. Or whatever cool. weapon you handed. Did you know that Roll20 has a button that silvers your greatsword? Yep. Yep. Cool. That's handy. Or d Beyond, yeah. Yeah. Thank me. you, Mara. Yeah, no problem. I'm 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 I'll do calculator stuff. Plus thirty-one plus fifty-four plus nine. I am yeah, 123 cool the there. Fund. It's just that I will later need that for that's fine. Um they're expensive. Okay, we have enough to do another weapon. Would it make more sense to get bullets and divide them between the two? Uh, 
I mean, I've got some magic that'll do something, but that's three shots plus... And then Gent gets a look in his eyes. Valdeth, see if the smith's interested in buying any of these. And he holds out a hand that has five fireball bullets left. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take those. And what sort of price the, can you get for that? <laughs> yeah, see, see if we can trade these for some silver rings. Hang on to at least one of them. Yeah, I'll hold on. I'll, I'll take one out of that patch and hold and keep the four <laughs> fireball bullets. So you can get three hundred gold per bullet. Oh. Trade two of them. Sell two of those. Yeah, sell sell two of those. We'll 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 trade two. We'll we'll sell two bullets. Six hundred six hundred gold. Um, silver my great sword. Twenty bullets for the two gun people. Like twenty bullets each. So three hundred total. Mm -hmm. For for those watching at home, remember, players, you have assets you can sell, and some of them are magical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yes. yeah. So we still we still have three fireball bullets and three hundred gold to distribute. Actually, I'll give the three hundred gold to Gent because they're his bullets. Okay. Three hundred gold that remains. Um, so yeah. And um, with three hundred, Gent will. So that will cover Valdez Greatsword. 20 bullets for me, 20 bullets for Ariel. Yeah. Right. And 300, and 300 left over from the second bullet. From the second fireball. Right. Yes, from the second fireball bullet. Yep. Okay. So the remaining 300 goes back to Ghent. Okay. Who blinks and realizes that he can't quite buy the entire city for 300 gold, but it sure feels like it right now. <laughs> When you, when you don't have a lot of gold, 300 gold is nice. It's like, yeah, right. And just sucks that right away. Like the first time you get a paycheck from an actually decently paying job, like the kind that pays right. you like, weekly, rather than... What? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. If it would not be a problem... Uh, this is or... how people are able to afford things like food. Yeah, and... right. <laughs> you, the all first, of that the first job i had after an hourly paycheck was like holy fuck what do i do with all this oh that's where it goes <laughs> uh if it would be possible uh my flail as well uh perhaps i could right yes Ab no absolutely yes mm, then we'll get uh we'll get ithram's flail silvered also hmm Thank you. Is there is that is that uh I'm assuming the silvered weapon button is a D D beyond thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you click into the customize, if you click the customize thing on the weapon, it'll add, it has a little toggle for silvered. Or I can just because I'm using Roll Funny, I can just change the name of my greatsword to Silvered Greatsword. That too. I am curious if that shows up in any meaningful way when I roll. Nope. nope. Does not seem to. Nope, just a note for you to remember that it's silvered, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that it is so. It does, it does, to be fair, show up in Roll20, but, er, in D&D Beyond. Well, Carolina, Valdeth, I assume you're taking the front lines? Right. Let's yep. go in then, shall we? Steel Hearts on three. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
the recently silver. No, but we should come up with a catchphrase. That's Try not point. to die. It's good marketing. <laughs> we yeah, who are about to die up- would rather not. Be, be upbeat than that, Ariel. We'll trying have, we'll- to sell this to people. We'll have a conversation about relevant battle cries later, after we kill these bandits, shall we? Sure. Onward. Steel hearts, what could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Steel hearts, I'm sure it won't get worse. (laughs) Or, uh, honestly, going by most rare games. You could do worse. (laughs) Steel hearts, we'll talk about this later. I, I, sorry, I just like you could do worse. <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> okay. As I'm finished getting a couple of character sheets. So, you head over towards the sewer entrance and uh, spin the wheel lock, open it up, get inside. It closes behind you uh, as the, the guard take up their position to keep any bandits from fleeing if they manage to kill you and you meant to kill the were-rats because as far as they're concerned at the moment the were-creatures the, the, the were in the sewer are the things that are keeping the bandits in there mm-hmm. and also keeping mm-hmm. them out so when you guys right. clear those out they've got no idea what's going to happen next <laughs> <laughs> and you head down the sewers of Taram are ancient and massive uh, they are a much older infrastructure than most of the rest of the city in that they were around before the um, before the planner co-position and thus before the Izzet League. Um, so they're made of worked stone that definitely has uh, dwarven hands, you know, uh, all of the workings, uh, and seem to function in a similar way to, like, aqueducts, but for sewage. Uh-huh. Um in that they carry it all away to a different area. These and the the, the maintenance access that you come down is for maintaining and repairing the stonework. It's very clear that this section has not been maintained recently, and by recently, we mean in the past few hundred years. Uh, Uh There are bits of wall that have fallen away to reveal root structures and, and earth and... Uh, stone, like earth and stone rather than worked stone behind it. There is also a smell. It's a very particular smell. It's the smell of sewage. Uh-huh. Permeates everything once you get down. As you're sort of, cl- there's a, there's a, so there's the entrance and then a ladder down into the sewer, into the sewer tunnels proper. And there's a point going down the ladder where you feel like there's like a warm, a barrier of warmth that you feel with your feet, and then when you pass it with your face, you smell it. And that's where the smell begins. Oh, lovely. I haven't burned clothes in a while. I guess it's been too long. Is it uh, times like this that I realize the merits of prestidigitation? You have prestidigitation? <laughs> what, uh... No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what sort of... What sort of role would it be for Ghent to determine whether or not firing a gun down here is going to fill the entire f- tunnel with fire? Give me a... Give me a... Nature roll. <laughs> I'm using my inspiration. All right. 
21. That's better. You're pretty certain the you're pretty certain the amount of methane in the air compared to other things is not enough to set the sewers on fire. Okay, good. But you want to be careful in case there are any pockets that are particularly dense with methane. He'll pass that along to Ariel. Like firing okay. firing normally will be fine. If you start to feel particularly toxic, maybe not. <laughs> maybe give it a maybe give it a pass. Okay. This is I mean normally when I'm feeling toxic I start shooting more. I meant toxic <laughs> in the sense of you have been poisoned rather than toxic in the sense of I'm not I'm being an asshole. <laughs> I'm tilted. Yeah. <laughs> if you get tilted, you'll fall into the sewage and we want to avoid that as well. Yes, indeed. You get down to the maintenance to the maintenance walkway and yes, there is free-flowing sewage in the middle of the sewage pipe, classic video game sewer level style. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's not a hell yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I inverted that. Yeah, hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good line. Oh, sir. You follow the tunnel in the only way you can. What's the marching order? I believe Valdeth and Coralie and Carolina in front. That would make sense. And there's enough space for you to go two by two. So. Yeah, two of us in front. We'll be right behind them. I, I will. And Gent, Gent will go second line. That would leave then, Ariel and Ithram in the back. Third line yeah. it is. Yep. All right. Everyone make me perception checks. Okay. Hey. Oh. Perception. Does anyone the here models. lack dark vision? Nope. Yeah. Hi, human. Right, human. Ah, uh, the human. The one human in the party again. Does oh, the ASMR? Come on, bail me out. Nope. Nope. ASMRs have vision. dark vision. You know what? Um, Caroline is bluffing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, Beautiful. Obviously, Beautiful. you all know that she is human. So if you thought about it, if it occurred to you, it probably would. Probably not. Yeah, that's but... true. Yeah, that's the thing is, you guys probably don't necessarily know other than, you know, information that has just recently been revealed. Because, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and yeah. and worth mentioning, I have my, uh, as until until a fight starts in shooting distance away, I've got the, the blade separated out. All right. So, Carolina, yours is going to be disadvantage, not because you can't see, but because it is very dim light. Uh, there yeah. is light oh. down here. There are these crystals, again, these crystals that are like in places of torch sconces that are emitting an amount of light, but they're not close enough together that the tunnel is fully lighted. 13. Um, but there is. I'm bluffing okay. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> a, there's an amount of light, enough that yeah. you're not going to stumble into the sewage or anything. Um,. I got this seven. So Ithram, <laughs> Ithram, your eyes are basically watering. This is not a good smell. This is this is definitely worse smell, and I have traveled behind bullet train. Like, <laughs> sorry, he said bullet train. Yes, bullet yes. train. Bullet train. Yes. <laughs> and you have a bullet. It's a series of bullets in a row. Yeah. Right. All, what do you think? Pulling wagons and shit. What do you think? Poles are cities. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hobgoblin yeah, method like of transportation. A hobgoblin method of transportation. Their their caravans are pulled by bullets. <laughs> At least those are. Um. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Ithram, your eyes are watering. Your nose is. You're, you're permanently like wrinkled. You're not having a good time right now. Uh, Ariel, same. Travel by land shark. <laughs> yeah. Ariel and Carolina, same. Eyes watering, nose wrinkled, not fun. Uh, Titania and Valdeth. I've been I've been in the breaking grounds. It probably smells worse there. Uh, it's not as concentrated. Yeah. Um, so Titania and Valdeth, you're you're keeping your eyes out as the group of you are, are walking. And you're 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 also your eyes are watering, but you're like you're 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 focused. You're pushing past it. You're. I've been in the druids forest. <laughs> It's um, fine. Tanya, you're thinking, you're thinking of the sweet smell of decomposing flesh. And it's like, yep. it smells better than this right now. Um, <laughs> that sickly sweet smell. Anyways, uh, you both, both of you see before you come across it, a hole in the, in the wall uh, that is at, at foot level. Like just uh, 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 towards where this this straightforward tunnel that you're in, it's about to connect to a junction where it goes off in multiple different directions, and there's just a, there's a very small like you know uh, bowling ball sized hole in the wall at ground level. I sort of put a hand out to stop Carolina from stumbling past it. Mm. Hold on. If someone calls it out. Did you, did, there's the there's a tunnel down there. I'll point toward it. Yeah, there's a hole there. Is that the way we go from here? It's, no, not, but it's not big it's, enough for any of you to crawl into. It's not big enough for any of us, but it's certainly big enough for, say, were-rats to crawl out of. So... Can we stop it up? Uh, first, we make sure there's nothing in there that's about to immediately attack us. So Valdez sort of very quietly steps towards it with, with great sword ready. Throw a stone. Stick your face in it. No, the plan is to stick the great sword in it. <laughs> can't you throw magic? I can't. I, I could stop it up, but it would only last for maybe an hour, and it's only ice. So they probably chew through. You approach the hole. Nothing seems to jump out at you immediately. Valdeth will, upon reaching close enough range, will thrust the greatsword into the hole. Shing! You slam the greatsword in. It, you can hear it scratching against wood and, or sorry, against stone and earth. As you slam it in, you don't feel like you hit anything. No reaction. See, now you've scared them. Pull it back out. If they're scared, that's better. Because they're not ambushing. Yeah, but then they're not going to come out, and aren't we supposed to, like, clear everything? They also might not be in there. True. So. Um, oh, I think I could try and see if there's tracks. What sort of role would it be to just have some general knowledge of lycanthropic creatures Nature. as a category? Nature. Okay. Gent's going to see if he can recall anything about them then. Oh, yeah. hey! Somebody's done some reading. Uh, so, lycanthropic creatures in general. 
mm-hmm. transform from their animal state into a near human state. Uh, so like where rats, it depends. There are a couple different varieties. There are those mm-hmm. that turn from human to animal, and there are some that turn from animal to human. Where rats are typically animal to human uh, kind mm-hmm. of thing. They're so they they normally exist in their rat form. When they come out to fight, they transform up into a more humanoid figure. Um, uh, where bears tend to be the other way around, where it's a human that turns into a bear, uh, or turns into a half bear sort of hybrid, and then there are variations in between the two. Um, mm-hmm. the more animalistic kind, like where rats, tend to build colonies and nests in places where they are very easily hidden, where they aren't easily found or reached except by themselves, and where mm-hmm. they can hunt easily. So, like, the sewers is an ideal nesting ground because nobody really goes down there a whole lot. They can get into places that most other people can't get into, and it's all and they're all associated with a population, so they can get out and steal food or kill people and eat their corpses or whatever they want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Would... With a 24, is that enough for him to formulate the theory possibly that these things might not scare easily because they are probably actively immune to anything down here that could cause them damage? Oh, yeah. No, they, they, right. they're, they're, they're not immune, but they are resistant to most forms of damage that aren't silver. So, right. like, mm-hmm. it's really hard to kill them. They don't scare easy, and they ambush in packs, so... Also, this hole is probably a tunnel that connects to a series of other tunnels. Right. Well, we can either keep going, looking for them, and I presume just keep an eye out for our rear. Hopefully we don't get ambushed from more than one direction. But they do tend to like to lay traps and that sort of thing, tactically speaking. We want to try something to see if we can block this hole off as we pass. I don't have any hammers, but... They may have a lot of other holes around here. So with stone cunning, do I know if I could easily collapse this section of tunnel? Uh, stone cutting gives you advantage, or does it just give you? It knowledge? gives me double proficiency on any on any basically any intelligence checks relating to to stonework. Do you have masonry tools as a proficiency? Uh, I don't, but any I have smith tools, but any whenever I make an intelligence yeah. history check related to the origin of stonework, I am considered proficient in history skill and add double my proficiency. Okay, yeah, so I make a history check. So double my, I'll add an extra two to this history check. As long as you're masoning stonework, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So 24. Um, the, not easily, no. The way this stone is constructed is it's, it's in a ring, like a tunnel, and each part of the wall supports the others. If you col- This has been burrowed through. If you collapse the, the wall around it, it's entirely possible you collapse the tunnel. That we're standing that in. That you're mm-hmm. standing in. Okay. Yeah. So, these tunnels are pretty thoroughly burrowed, and trying to collapse them would probably collapse more than we want to, so just keep an eye out for them. All right, let's keep pushing forward then, I suppose. The, 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 the way to fill this hole would be to brick over it rather than collapse on top of it. Yeah, and we don't have mm-hmm. that kind of time, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> or, the, or those materials or tools, probably. <laughs> or, that, or those proficiencies. Yeah. As Titania suddenly realizes that, well, never mind. 
and I won't do that because I don't know how how long these how big are the how big is the the foundry district? Pretty big. Uh, Pretty Gint, big. Gintis is Gintis is the largest tier, and thus mm-hmm. the districts are the largest districts. Yep. So. Okay. Please do not go scouting. You may end up alone where none of us can come help you. I wasn't going to do that. I was just thinking about when to do. I have a spell that, so I won't need to wear armor. And I'm still wearing armor. See, I'm fine. <laughs> Indeed. Just in the middle of battle, Tatanya strips. <laughs> Look, if I get something on it, I don't want it on me all the time. It stinks <laughs> down here. All right, keep moving. Eyes open. Uh-huh. If, if we want these plugged, I can uh, shape water over to it and then freeze it for an hour. Does that take any amount of your magical capacity away from you? No. Might as well. All right. I'll use the shape water cantrip and so, uh, water bend the a, worst foul water over a cog, <laughs> a, and freeze a, it in that you, hole. You create a frozen cork of sewage. Ew. Not my brother's moment, but things it, it, it the odor becomes slightly more pungent as the the cork is crafted. It's because it's moving. <laughs> but you you solidify it. All right. All right. I make a bunch of flowers out of desperation. <laughs> you, <laughs> you just hold them. You, you, up you right underneath flowers. my face. You druid craft some flowers. They yep. begin wilting almost instantly. Fuck. <laughs> These strong magics. <laughs> All right, keep going. We keep moving. Yep. Yeah, continue on. Uh, so you you step around past and you find yourself in an intersection. Uh, 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 Valdeth and Titania, looking around, you can actually see a series of scrapes and scuffles along the ground leading off to the left uh, that would indicate theoretically the bandits. If the if the if the were creatures are using the tunnels, then anything dra- like it looks like something was dragged along, so potentially bandits might have gone that way. All right, looks like we'll probably find out bandits that way. Yep. Well, excellent. And you hear Ghent checking his his pistol, making sure it's loaded and Any ready. Reason not to go that way right now. I think not. I think we should. Let's go. Especially if if the guards are afraid that once we deal with the were-rats, the bandits will come pouring out. If we deal with the bandits first, the were-rats are at our leisure. That's true. So, you continue on following the scuffs and scrapes and trail of a bandit. Uh, mm-hmm. It leads you down this tunnel for a little bit of ways, and then off into what looks like it should be like a maintenance room, like a room where they keep tools and supplies and things for anybody coming down. Uh, it's a large iron door that is currently barred uh, and looks to be locked. Wish our goblin was here. That would be nice. Anyone else any good with unlocking things? Or are we breaking this down? I have no spells for, for this. Anyone have any skills, or are we breaking this down? 
think we're breaking this down. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, um, Catalina, you and me. Mm. We try and break the door down, I guess. Athletics checks. Uh, you want to both make one or one of us support the other? How's your athletics? Uh, I have a, a athletics of plus five because, yeah. I got plus six if you want okay. to assist me. So I'll support you. All right. Uh, athletics check with advantage. 18s. So the two of you brace and slam shoulders first into the door and it buckles but doesn't come come away completely. Think, do we think another one of those would do it? Possibly, yeah. Another good roll. Try again? Yep. 23. And again, slam and something on the other side ping and collapses as the door just crushes in underneath your mighty bulk. <laughs> The door is off its hinges. The interior is dark. These uh, whatever crystals have been providing light on the outside do not appear to exist on the inside of this room. Right, so what am I seeing with dark vision? So with dark vision, you are seeing a nest. This is a rat's nest. Uh, there are there is a large amount of various uh, uh, trash and viscera that have been gathered together and formed various like little dens and burrows on the interior of this. There are like bits and pieces of clothing, armor, flesh, people, bones, trash, like sort of gathered up and sculpted around into a variety of small structures. And on the other side, there is another door. Would I suspect that dragging that those drag marks were actually the were rats dragging bodies here? Potentially, the scuff marks continue onto the other door, though. Mm-hmm. Does anything seem to be moving in this room currently? Not at the moment. Well, we found the rat nest, so weapons out, eyes open, while we cross to the other door. If anything moves, kill it. Okay. So we cross to the we on your crossing the room. Yep. Pull the flail out. Yep. You cross the room quietly, carefully, trying not not trying to sneak, but also not trying to generate a ruckus before you're ready. Yeah. Yep. And you get to the other door. It does not appear to be locked. Does it appear to be trapped? Give me a perception check. Yeah, I'll make or an investigation check, whichever. Advantage because I am a human. Yes, disadvantage because you're a human in the dark. 18. Eleven. So you're not seeing anything, Carolina, but Valdeth, you are seeing. It looks like there is there is a wire connected to the handle that goes to the other side of the door. Do I think this is like a tension wire or like it a is fully wire? it's fully tensed, so you're not certain what'll happen 100, percent but it is fully tensed. So if it's fully tensed, it's probably it's either it goes to the other side of the door. Yeah. So opening so, the door, like a, so opening the door so would yeah. loosen it. Door oh, no door opens in. It goes, oh door opens in so yeah. so opening door, door would pull it would pull it door o- door opens in it's wrapped around the handle and then goes around through the door jam so side. that would snap it yeah it would snap or pu- or pull uh, snap it, would, it or pull it, would it pull it. or yeah. snap it yeah so 
it's hard to tell whether it's a pull line or just a if this line breaks. Yeah, it's one of the two. Probably. <laughs> Problem is, if you deal with 50 chance 90 percent of the time. You deal with those lines in opposite ways. Is the problem here? Because <laughs> if it's a pull line, you cut the line. <laughs> if it's a snap line, you specifically don't. Um, I look to the rest of the group. We've got a wire here. It's either a pull line or a snap line, and I can't tell which. The door uh, is iron. It's oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeremy. And this is simply, we need to get by it one way or another. Yeah. Everybody back up. Makes sense. Okay. Back up. Backs up. (laughs) Make sure that we are far, that everybody's far, that that we're all a good distance back away. And I'm going to try to shoot the fucking wire. Like all of us, like like say, out of this room into the door, like through the door we just broke down. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you, Mm -hmm. you all back out. And called shots, it's going to be a disadvantage. Uh, I will... Hold on just a second. Um, um, it is not a called... It is not a disadvantage because I'm spending a grit point for dead eye shot. Oh, uh, there you go. Hey, so I get okay. advantage, so it equals out. There you go. Uh, do, 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 do. Don't fuck me here. 17. So you focus on this wire and this door yes. on the other side using your dark vision to see it. Hand resting on the gun at your hip. Oh man, I should have. Okay. Yep. Focus. And there's this tension. You sort of feel this tension between you and the door and wait for it to pull tight. Whip the gun out. Uh, whip the gun out with your right hand. Slam the hammer back with your left and fire. There's a pink as the wire breaks, and then an explosion as the door comes flying towards you. Fortunately, <laughs> you are on the other side of a wall and can easily yep. step to the side as whip. bits of door go flying into the into the sewer. Um, problem solved, darlings. You hear the sound of chittering en masse. New problem, darlings. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're Step going to end forward for this with week. the sword in front of our archer. Yep. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>